assume no one knows who you are. What you've been doing is you've been fishing in the same ponds. And yes, maybe you add a couple fish here and there, but you're not exponentially growing your audience. Ariel's growing it organically. He's got a Facebook strategy and it's totally fine. It's just slow, but most high ticket coaches and consultants, what most of us do is we fish in the same pond. We're emailing the same people, you know, we're, and we're emailing again and we're just trying to say the same thing over different ways. And what, what, what most people do, and it sounds what you do, is you end up adding more products. The best coaches I know is they have a few products. Yo, what's up guys, Alejandro here. Holy Hustle Podcast. Wanted to try and experiment some things and I think I would encourage anyone that is starting anything, especially with video, email, marketing that you're doing, creative that you're creating for ads. You always wanna be testing and experimenting new things. And so I wanna try, this purpose of this podcast is to really, I wanna provide the most value to you as possible. So we're gonna bring expert interviews to you guys. But also, I'm a coach, and I want to coach and, and teach you guys certain things. And, and I think Ariel, who will be the first today on this coaching session, and I don't even know if we'll call them like coaching sesh, holy hustle coaching sessions. I don't know. I think what we talk about today on these coaching sessions, it always happens in all of our coaching calls, is I'm talking to one person, but a lot of people have very similar constraints, problems, frustrations, and things that they're dealing with. And so I just kind of want to go a little, you know, a little one-on-one -on -one and, and help Ariel. And, and hopefully along the way, it'll help you as well. And if these bomb and they're terrible, we'll just remove them, keep the interviews coming. But, uh, but if it bombs, it's not because you, Ariel, it's because of, of me. But anyway, so with that said, got my good friend Ariel Nieves here. What's happening, bro? What's going on? How are you? Dude, I'm good here. I'm good, man. I appreciate you uh, doing this. I text Ariel last week. Hey man, want to connect? Um, and, uh, would you be open to doing a coaching session live with me while we record it live? And, um, and then we'll post it on the podcast and Ariel was good. I told Ariel this before, and I'll tell you guys this, if you're working with the coach, have a mentor, have a pastor in your life. TD Jake says a doctor can't diagnose you unless you're naked. And I think the point of that is we, we got to kind of like let the guards down it has to be a level of vulnerability and humility to be poured into. I don't know how many times in my 20s as pastors try to speak into my life, uh, I kind of thought I knew it all. And so um, and so it wasn't until my 30s that I started, man, like so much people have so much great insight. And maybe I don't take 100% of what they do, but one to two things can actually really help me and impact me and my business in a great way. A lot of times like books, one to two things can really impact and change my business, my life. And so hopefully you guys get one to two things, if not more, out of this interview. And so um, Ariel, let's, let's dive right in. If you could tell us a little bit just about you and um, you know what you're up to and uh, what, what your business is. Yeah, so um, my name is Ariel. I'm former discipleship pastor of a pretty large church uh, in New York City. I was on staff there for about 20, maybe 19 years. And then, you know, somewhere near the end, I was asked to go to meet with a pastor in Connecticut and just kind of help him with his follow-up and that kind of stuff. And I would just remember after that session saying to myself, this was amazing. And the pastor gave me like a check for like 200 bucks. I was like, wait, this was like one of my like the most enjoyable moments I had, and I got paid for it. This is crazy. 
I think I can do this again. <laughs> and so that kind of really started my journey on coaching and coaching pastors. And so now I kind of focus, I help uh, specifically small church pastors, typically are somewhere less than 200. My goal is to help them to grow a, a healthy church that helps them turn first time guests into eventually mature disciples. So I help them craft that process out. Okay. And how long you've been in, in ministry over 20 years and how long has this coaching and knowing you for several years, I know it's evolved. You've tried a lot of things, which I think a lot of people that are launching courses are doing, you know, trying a bunch of different things. And so, yeah, tell us a little bit about how you started, uh, how long ago, how you started coaching and um, I guess where the business is at today. Like, what are you selling? What are you doing specifically? Yeah. yeah. So, so I want to say it was about eight, eight, maybe nine years ago. Oh, wow. I, I started doing, I was doing it part-time while I was technically a full-time discipleship pastor. But the reason that I felt so comfortable doing it is because I, I had developed a team and, and truthfully, they were just some days where I was just like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. Like everything is done. So I'm gonna go coach. <laughs> and uh, um, so over time, as I kind of coached, you know, people and I was teaching them strategies. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm coming from a large church where I've had the opportunity to talk with um, a lot of people who have done it well. Like I've sat in rooms with Chris Hodges and, you know, I, I've been in rooms with um, I don't know if you know who Ken Blanchard is. He's the writer of the One Minute Manager, one of my favorite authors. Um, you know, I've gotten to sit in rooms with individuals like that and just kind of learn and have conversations and questions and dialogue. And, you know, I've I've hired coaches. And so I've I've been in a position because of the how big the church was that I've grown so much and I learned so much. Um, and then I just remember feeling that sense that uh, there's so many other pastors that don't have those opportunities. What if what God has poured into you can be poured into them for the furtherance of the kingdom? So it's not just helping one church, but what if you were able to impact multiple churches? And so that kind of just led me into the direction where I'm at today, where just by coaching, I, I just learned certain things. So, uh, for example, I remember my first major pivot was I was teaching someone about how to follow up with first time guests. And their response was, this was amazing but I can't do it. And I was like, what do you mean you can't do it? I'm too busy. I don't have any volunteers. I, and that was my first major objection. And I walked away saying, okay, that's another problem that I got to help solve. All right. And then I started learning on, well, how do you develop teams and teaching on that? Cause I had the opportunity to do that. So that's kind of led to where I'm at today, where um, I work out of this, I call it the Ephesians 412 framework. And it's pretty much based from the verse where it just says that, you know, the pastors, teachers, apostles, evangelists, prophets, that they're a gift to the body of Christ and their responsibility is to raise or to teach others to do the ministry. And so I kind of say, hey, so many times we violate that verse because as pastors, we're doing the ministry versus training other people to do the ministry. So that's kind of become the framework that I teach. And it's pretty much five steps. One is what I call clarity. And it's all about getting clear on your structure and your vision and your strategy. Number two is outreach. Uh, one of the major reasons that, you know, I, you've got, you've got people who do some amazing stuff, but if you don't got anybody coming to the building, that was a great service, but five people saw it. Uh, and then, you know, your assimilation process, how, how do you connect people 
once they're coming to the church? How do you get them feeling like this is my church? And then, you know, leading through a team, uh, it's, it's a skill. You know, how do I lead the four or five people that are of high capacity in my church so that I can shift to a team approach versus me being the central decision maker of every single environment or every single decision? Um, and then lastly, disciple and develop, where I kind of treat leadership development and discipleship as one track. And that's just, that's how I kind of learned it. I remember talking to a pastor of a 10,000 member church and I said to him, hey, how do you develop leaders? And he was like, or how do you disciple and how do you develop? And he said, we do the same thing. You know, we, we put people into small groups and then we ask them to lead a group. And that's part of their development process. And I was like, oh, wow, you killed two birds with one stone, right? And so it was just things that I got to learn. So, so that's kind of where I'm at. That's in essence what I'm the framework that I'm teaching on a consistent basis. Okay. And and what are you selling right now? So I, is, I it, kinda, is it group? Is it one-to-one coaching? What, what exactly are you selling? I'm just going to take notes here. Yeah. So I sell two things. Um, you know, one is these small cohorts that I'm doing based on one of those five steps. So literally uh, right now I am walking a, a group of pastors through the assimilation process, how to connect people to the church. And so I do it as I, I try to do that as a, um, I have course and then I have the group coaching. So you watch the course and you jump on the call and we kind of help you build some of the stuff out. Um, and next month, my plan is to launch one for discipleship. Um, again, cause it's one of my five major pillars. And then the second thing I, te- I I sell is kind of like a total package, like, hey, pay for the whole year, get access to all of the cohorts that I'm doing, plus, you know, some uh, weekly master classes I, I do, you know, and some kind of group calls so that way I'm, I'm serving those pastors. Um, but I'm trying to keep it all as aligned as possible so I'm not creating multiple versions of something or competing products. And then I've got some, a handful of one-on-ones that I do. Um, those are typically more larger churches, you know, at least 400 or, or more where they kind of need, they need the same thing, but it's more of a personalized, like, Hey, do it for me or lead my team through it. That's a little bit about the business. Um, t- tell me, uh, you, you alluded to it earlier, but in like 20, 25 seconds, like, tell me what your pitch is, like, what's your USB or like your, your bio, you know, online, like what, what, tell me, tell me what it is. Yeah. Help small church pastors, uh, grow healthy churches or build healthy churches that grow, build healthy churches that grow. Is there a timeline associated with that? I mean, honestly, I, I haven't put a timeline, but if I had to put one, I'd say, you know, break a hundred within the year, within 12 months. Yeah. You know, when I think of bios or I think of USBs, I try to think of, um, uh, you know, I, I help people do X without Y or, you know, I, I help people do X so that they can, you know, and how, you know, when I think of, I help people do X, this is the, their desired outcome, the thing that they want most, the thing they want right now. There's a difference between selling something that is nice to have that, you know, that's kind of like vitamins or a must have right now. And the crazy thing is people will spend whatever to alleviate pain. And this is why painkillers are so addictive, right? And so what most people that do coaching, they end up selling 
the thing that is going to solve the problem like five, 10 years from now versus like the little tiny, quick and meaningful win that would help them. Because the goal of like front end, which you said earlier, outreach is really important because you can have a lot of great things. But if people aren't coming in, you, you, you kind of don't have a growing church, right? And same thing with what we do. You got to have people coming in on a consistent basis or you don't have a business. And, and one of the best things you could do at the top of the funnel or higher in the funnel is figure out how to get someone a quick and meaningful win. People are going to wait for three months. People are going to wait for six months. They want a dopamine hit right now to go, man, if Ariel helped me for free on that thing or his content has been useful. Actually, for the last three to six months, I've implemented two of the things he said. I wonder what it would be like if I actually spent some money, you know, with him. So, so when you're thinking about that top of funnel, you know, kind of, I help people do, you know, X, Y, Z. It's got to be something that's like immediate, tangible, you know what I mean? Um, it's it's the difference between helping a, a church that's like, we help your church um, go from 500 to 7,000. That seems like daunting. It doesn't seem relevant to me. It seems extreme. Um, but if I said, hey, we're going to add two to five new members to your church every single weekend. If I was selling something like a church growth strategy, that's actually like realistic. It's what I want. I want to grow my church. It's reasonable. You ever heard of smart goals? Mm -hmm. They're what yeah. specific, measurable, achievable, um, result-oriented, relevant. relevant or, yeah. And then uh, time-based. And so anytime I'm trying to communicate my promises, because that's what as a coach are, what we're doing, Ariel, is, is, mm -hmm. is um, we're promising certain things, right? That's kind of the game. And so we got to kind of have these smart goals and promises because it, it's kind of, it could kind of sound outlandish. Years ago, saying, hey, you're going to make a million dollars, you know, like, let's start a million dollar business. You're going to get a million dollar coaching. Like that went so far extreme. And now people know that that's so hard to achieve. And now mm. these people are like, hey, we can help you get another five clients in the next two weeks. It sounds mm. like, oh man, it's actually, it's actually two weeks away as opposed to being so far-fetched, right? Mm. So, so yeah, so if, if we kind of rethink how you help people, does that give you any insight of how you would kind of tweak what you just said or what, what are some bios, if you will, or your pitch that you would, you would tweak. So I think, I, I think just kind of hearing that, um, adding something like what you said, uh, help you add two to five families in the next 30 days or some yes. sort of time frame. So like that, that you can add two to five families, you know? Yeah. Give me the betting, be, be, beginning part of that again. Share, share it again. Um, I help small church pastors or pastors of small churches uh, grow a healthy church so that they can grow beyond whatever the number is, 100. Okay, this is this is interesting. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Tell me what a healthy church is. Give me, give me, give me, just tell me right now, go. Yeah, so I would say a healthy church is... Uh, you, there church. we go. You would say a healthy church is. What you say might be different than Joe, mm -hmm. might be different. So you actually don't even have to say healthy, just say, I help pastors add two to five Member, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just get to what you're doing. Got it. 
and 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 healthy's just like you know Henry Cloud, which I know you love, right? Yeah. Like you, you're a big fan. But a lot of times we kind of like we we fall in love so with with certain things, right? And so um, so I would just say, you know, we I help ch- I help pastors and churches add two to five new members every single week, and something about the retention, which is your kind of expertise, and get them plugged into the life of the church and get them coming back and get them, you know, to be read. I don't know, whatever it is. You have a lot of language that you've been using, but I would just get straight to that because it doesn't sound outlandish. It doesn't sound, it doesn't sound tough. It sounds doable. Maybe it's one to three, you know, like, you know, so, so we want to be specific, smart goal, right? Want to be specific as opposed to say, I help you get a few. We want to use numbers because numbers, um, when it comes to when they studied kind of blogs, mm-hmm. they called listicles, blog posts that had numbers, listicles, actually, when oh. you add numbers to headlines and blog posts, those tend to do really, really well. Any questions or thoughts on that? So so if I if my second portion would be um, and turn them into mature believers, um, what is a mature believer? So that so one of the languages that I whenever I'm talking with pastors, they're constantly saying, you know, my biggest dream outcome is to make more disciples. Okay. So I did, I did like a quick survey and kind of just said, Hey, which, what, what do you think is the most important? And by far, this was like the thing that was like, if my church was making disciples. So why don't you just say that if that's the most important thing, why isn't that in, why isn't that in the, the pitch? Well, I just found that out too, like three weeks ago. So that's why I'm shifting. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to, I'm making those shifts. I mean, I'm learning. making disciples. I mean, that's the great commission, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, so mature, it could be vague making disciples. We, it's, it's a very, it's more clear to a Christian in a church leader and a pastor. So yeah. I might play with that at the end of this. What I'll end up doing is like, we'll, we'll come up with some things that you'll work on for the next 30 days and you'll report back. And hopefully I can share some of the stuff on, um, the podcast, but that, that would be the goal. So, so that's what I would, I would do. I would we're, we're messaging. Here's really, really important. Mm. Are you familiar with a dog whistle? I know what it is, but I, I can't hear it. Do you know, the, do you know, what's that? I said, I, I know what it is, but I can't hear one. Why can't you hear one? Because it operates at a level that human ears don't hear. A hundred percent. So messaging is very, very simple. They call it Dan Kennedy. It's kind of like the godfather of direct response marketing. He says that dog whistle copy, you know, he calls it dog whistle copy. And the idea is when we're creating messaging, when we're writing copy for ads, we need to be so clear that only the perfect, not a broad audience, not some of the audience, not a a section of the audience, but like the very few, and, and here's the thing, Ariel, with high ticket coaching and consulting, you don't need the masses. You actually just need five to 10 high ticket clients and you'd be doing totally fine. And it's all that to say, when you create copy, and even machine learning with Facebook and advertising on Instagram, meta, when you write the right keywords, before Ariel, we used to have to, um, over optimize for targeting. I got to get the right ad set, got to get the right targeting, get the right, you know, 20 to 30 for now that's five, seven years ago. 
Now we do a lot of open targeting and machine learning based on the image, that, that the text on the image, based on the ad copy or what you're saying in the video, Facebook will kind of have that dog whistle copy and start to go find people based on the several thousand data points that Ariel has, that Alejandro has based on my, my profile and what I post, what I like, who I'm connected with. And it's gonna go find the people based on your messaging. And so my point is, anytime we're doing any messaging, we have our pitch, we gotta build every everything of every piece of our messaging around this dog whistle copy and dog whistle messaging. So I just encourage you to kind of just dive deep. The last thing I'll say on this is picking a niche, picking an audience to serve should give you, ugh, it should feel gross, should give you angst, it should bum you out, it should make you sad. If you pick an audience and you're like, man, I love this audience, that's great. And it didn't cause you any internal pain, then it's probably the wrong audience because I have wrestled with this myself. I want I I know that I can serve this group of people so well. But man, I got some skill sets that can definitely I want to serve to, you know, and if you ever watched Rocky, Rocky trying to find, you know, grab two chickens, it's just too hard chasing two different rabbits. And so we got to kind of narrow the focus. And so my encouragement to you on messaging moving forward would just be even more narrow. Anytime you ask like mature, does that even, do people know what that is? Or is this Ariel's interpretation? And so never leave anything to go, well, maturity, health means different things to different people. Though try to get, get away from those messages. That makes sense? Yeah. So kind of words that can be ambiguous. Yeah. Stay away from ambiguity. You, you never want someone to, this is where, man, it's such a sharp like line such a sharp line from the moment you someone's reading an ad the moment it's like eh, i don't think this is for me they're gone forever you've been in church services bro where someone's preaching a message and for those christians that you know understand prophetic words and things of that nature you know you hear that and you're like dude that was like for me you know <laughs> Or you hear a great message and you're like, dude, this was for me. And you've probably been to services like, this wasn't for me, but I know it's probably for someone here. And, 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 and so that's, and, and here's the thing, how many things, how many, tell me this, Ariel, how many things have you signed up for in the last three months? Like challenges, eBooks, website, how many of those have you comments? Like if you want something, comment here. How many of those have you signed up for in the last three months to six months? I don't know, maybe 20 in the last three Me months. Me too. Yeah. Have you read and implemented every single one of those? Not at all. I, 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 I maybe have one, you, you know, maybe I, I have so many eBooks that I'm like, I, I, I don't read them. So here's the thing. If you want people, and I know what you do, you do, and we'll get into this in a sec, but if you want engaged people, I don't want people joining my email list that are like, I kind of think it's for me. It is, eh, I'll check it out. They're already coming to church. You know, they're kind of already coming like, you know, but man, if I if I read a church's website, it's like, dude, like this is who we are. Um, my, my, my church, bro, my church, I went to it and they talked about, you know, Holy Spirit, you know, speaking in tongues. And I just, I was like, 
it's for me, you know, and what I, I'm like, it's kind of my vibe, man. This is like, I'm, I'm, I'm engaged. And so if you want to get engaged leads, if you want to get kind of what I call ready to buy prospects and coaching leads, people that are kind of like, there's, they're closer to bonding with you, trusting you and ultimately working with you. You gotta have like insanely specific messaging. So we spend a lot of time talking about really focused messaging, but um, I think it's really important when we're creating that messaging. So um, can you tell us a little uh, real quick, monthly income, five to 10K, 10 to 20, 20 to 50K monthly income? Five to 10. Five to 10. And is that is that recurring? Is that like something that you have to every single day, every single month, get back to that five to 10K? Or is that um, is that like that comes in no matter what? For the most part, it's recovering, uh, recovering, recurring, recurring. Um, and then yeah, so you don't have to recover it. Perfect. I don't have to recover. It. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there, there, uh, you know, there's some of it that yes, there's probably about I'd say about two grand that I, every month I'm trying to yeah. make. Me. Yeah. And then, and then that's the two grand that you're trying to recuperate, but what's the actual monthly goal? What's like the monthly goal that you'd like to be at? You know, it's, it's October, beginning of October now, you know, in the next 90 days, we still have, you know, the quarter left where, what would you like to see happen in the next 90 days? Like, what is your goal? I mean, I'd love to be at 15. 15k and and why that number just out of curiosity i mean i i think from the financial side it would definitely just kind of help us and bring a level of freedom financially um that we'd experience um and i also feel like it's realistic like i like i feel like i can i could get there you know so it doesn't feel like oh my gosh this is impossible it would take some some shifting but I feel like it's possible. No, it's good. Now, if we flip that and you're looking at me and I'm Ariel, what, what would you guess the reasons maybe you think I haven't gotten there yet? I would say uh, some of the reasons I I, I would say um, haven't gotten there yet is um, one has probably been inconsistency. So just kind of- With what? Um, j just f even from lead generation to- creating products and stuff. So the, the feeling of, um, maybe this isn't that good or, you know, you know, you just second guess yourself. And so you kind of find yourself creating things that or getting into stuff that you don't need to get that shouldn't be doing, or people are just kind of knock on the door and say, Hey, um, I really need help with this. And I'm like, it's not my wheelhouse. But man, I need to pay the bills, you know, and then you get sucked into a rabbit hole. So I think I think inconsistency with leads, having a bigger audience um, and not being afraid to sell. Just, you know, if they say no, they say no, but at least you gave them an option to say yes versus saying no for them ahead of time. Okay, so so inconsistency with lead generation. Um, probably content, um, taking on some clients you probably shouldn't take, uh, growing your audience, you know, I think mm -hmm. consistency would help that and then not being afraid to, to say, okay, so let's talk about what, what are you selling? What is like, give me the, the give me the, the core signature offer. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, 
core signature offer is we call it Church Growth Academy. And it's based on the Ephesians 4.12 framework. Um, and so it's a kind of access to a membership site uh, with a core training on, you know, so it's almost like a module on each one of those five um, areas of the framework. Um, plus we include group coaching. So there's some group coaching moments. And then I also do training for their leaders. Um, again, when I'm teaching from Ephesians 4.12 and I'm saying, hey, one of the biggest things you need to do is make sure you're developing your leaders. And then they, re they, they re respond back to me is, I don't know what to teach them and I don't have the time. And I was like, well, what if I did it for you? And so, you know. Okay, that, how, much is, how much is the Church Growth Academy? So it's $149 a month. Um, and then we do, if you paid in full, it's like 1300, I, I can't remember the exact number, 1321, something like that. Pretty much instead of, I charge nine months of 149. Okay. Do they get any bonuses for paying in full? If they pay in full, what I've been doing is I do a, a one-on-one, uh, plan your next 66 months of, uh, outreaches. So we'll literally jump on a call. We'll plan your outreaches together. And then depending on if they take me up at a higher level. Uh, so I do a secondary level, which includes two calls a month. And that's uh, currently 249 um, or like two grand a month, two grand for the year. Okay. So a couple things on that. Um, so the way that we think of... Um, and you've been a part of this stuff. The way that we think of a coaching program is it has three components. It's um, your core training. This is something that you can record once and, and, and it always be the core training and you update it, you're adding to it, et cetera, et cetera. The second piece is, is group coaching. We do some one-on-one -on -one in there, but we do, we do group coaching in a group community environment where people can come, they can go through the modules. And then the third thing is community. Um, right now, we're using Facebook groups. Facebook groups, I spend, tape, I'll, I spend time during my day there just because. There's programs like Circle, School, Discord, Slack. There's a lot of different things, but a lot of those people don't go there. People only go there to consume content, and it's not adopted. So I actually really like School, but, um, but I, think, I think it's maybe a year out before maybe I'll start testing it only for paid. So right now we're using Facebook groups because they're just killed. They got the at everyone, um, people are on there. So, so many benefits. So those are kind of the core three things. And you're doing something very similar, which I love. One of the questions I had is it's 149. And does that include you helping and training their leaders too? Yeah. So that's one thing that sounds extra. You know, uh, it, it sounds like, it sounds like a lot of value that you're 149 a month should be so good that you don't need to add the training their leaders hmm. unless it doesn't take a lot of your time does it take a lot of your time to it once a month okay Honestly, once a month and it, yeah the most work is reminding them about the date okay okay and is that live yeah okay so if you use that as a bonus that's that's not a bad idea so are you making is that a bonus of yeah. yours yeah, okay, so I like that. And the reason I tell Ariel that for everyone that's watching is um, your bonuses typically what I like to do is um, 
is my bonuses are based on objections. What Ariel um, said is, I don't have time to train my leaders. And that's an objection that they have. So actually, Ariel, I actually like that, um, you know, in there. One thing you want to consider too, is at the end of those monthly things, or maybe on your coaching calls, I would probably do it like this. The week after that monthly, you know, training their leaders thing, I might, I might let them know like, hey, if your leaders enjoy this, we can actually, instead of doing the 149, we can get them on here for half off. What do you mean by that? So it's 149 for Pastor Joe, right? Oh, I've, I've been doing 149 for the church. 149 for the church. Okay. I might change that. I might change that to make it pastor base because, you know, I'm, you know, you might have a large church and then it's like, they got like 30 people involved. You know what I mean? It's like, that's all, that's money you could be making. So one thing I would consider doing is, you know, for one seat for a pastor is 149. And then I would probably, what I would probably end up doing is having is is making maybe forty nine dollars for each additional seat because dude if I'm a pastor I might just throw Johnny on there as well and because uh, Johnny's the, one, the executive pastor it's kind of helped me my, my my second you know right hand man I might have him you know spend more time on those and his responsibility is to be on those so I think you, you can add a little bit of recurring revenue you know to to what you do um, I like the idea um, one thing I would consider doing. It, how much percentage are people paying in full? I would probably say um, it's maybe maybe less than 10%. Okay. If you want more cash up front, and um, one thing my mentor taught me, and Ariel knows this as well, is, is financing. When people read, and we sell through DMs, emails, and docs, Google Docs, um, when people read your sales letter or read a Google Doc or or they're putting, they're adding up in their head how much this is going to cost. And I know this because I've done it and I've, people have told me when I've done this to them. And they see the price. So, so we have a, a, um, um, a $2,000 product. When people are reading it, they know in their head it's probably like a two or $3,000 product. But when they get to the bottom and they see you can get started today for $248, their mind would be like, this is a steal. I get all of this. And, and then it says under that, you know, um, you know, you, you know, or however many payments. So if they do payments for us, it's like 2,500. If they pay in full, it's 2000. What we end up doing is giving people like a free 30 minute call, um, coaching call. And I see you're at 10%. I think if you did the pay in full at 997, and if if if, pay, if if upfront cash is important for you, which it is for a lot of businesses, including mine, then you'll get up to like 30, 40% of people paying in full because it's such a big discount. Yeah, yeah. So 1,500, but man, you're, you're gonna give it to me under under 1,000? Like, you know what I mean? So, so financing is a pricing strategy. If you add a coaching session, and the reason I say about that, um, that plan your next six months of outreaches, it sounds like a lot of work, you know, it, it sounds like it's a, six months from now, like it's kind of not immediate. Um, and I would just, I would just do a 30 minute coaching session because the more, 
that first one, bro, especially when you're starting high ticket and you're trying to scale it, you're trying to really increase your value. You want to be learning. You want to be on phone calls. One of the gurus I used to look up to back in the days, names Rich Sheffrin. Rich used to phone call all of his customers, even on smaller products. He used to call them like 15 minutes after they purchased, they would freak out. The whole purpose was to make them freak out, but two, it's to really understand, even always understanding the, the, the language, the times mm -hmm. that your audience is dealing with. So that 30 minute call is a lot like the call today. I'm kind of learning a little bit about your frustrations, your constraints, where your business is at, where, you know what I mean? And so that's the purpose of that. So any, any questions on that? So, so that would be almost like a $700 discount. So 149. Yeah. Times 12 is like, I've done this. I've done this one. I, okay. I just recently did this. I, mm -hmm. I recently did this. I had a thousand dollar offer. It was, it was, um, it was 248 a month, um, 248 for seven, for seven months, mm -hmm. 248 for seven months. It came out to $1,736. Okay. Yeah. And I sold the painful at nine, nine, seven. They got a 30 minute call. One person took the payments. So that was higher than the 30, 40% I said earlier, because it was such a detriment. Like you, that's like, that's almost saving double of what it actually cost. Yeah. To just to get in. So, yeah. so I, I would 100% do that. And then eventually once you get 25 people, Ariel, I'm my base for you is now 1300 or 1500. And then now it's like, you know, 248 a month times seven or something like that. You know what I mean? So, so one of the things I've been thinking about is, um, because I, I was looking at launching a discipleship cohort or group come December, like, like one of the things that I've fallen in love with has been like these group cohorts kind of things. Cause it still yeah. falls under the things that I'm teaching. I'm just, honestly, I'm just taking my content and I'm just saying, Hey, I'm adding a group component to it. Um, yep. Yep. So I was thinking of doing a kind of pricing it at nine ninety seven, but for the first 10 people kind of giving them a scholarship, like saying, Hey, let's do four ninety seven or something like that because I've never sold it before. So I don't even know if they really want it. I do okay. have to create some new content because I realized that um, for my five steps, my first four, I feel great about the discipleship one. I'm like, ooh, I, this is mm. like, I just touched the surface. Like there's mm. so much and I haven't even touched it. And it really mm. came to um, light because I've been doing the one-on-one -on -one coaching with this church on their discipleship. And when I finished my session with them, I was like, wait a minute, this is so much good stuff. Why am I not teaching this again? You know? Mm. And so I was like, no, I need to create a cohort around this so I can use it as a way to build that library. So I'll probably record some sessions live um, and then simultaneously so I can, you know, so I'm kind of looking at this Church Growth Academy as almost like 12 months of cohorts that I'm doing, group coaching, you know, plus the course um, versus just doing random master classes that I've been doing in the past. I, I want to give a strategy, like I, I'll give you some action items for this. So let's, let's hit these kind of the things that you need to Im improve on here. Inconsistency and lead generation. I would, and you already have access to all this stuff, kind of being a member of, 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 of my stuff is assume no one knows who you are. 
what you've been doing is you've been fishing in the same ponds. And yes, maybe you add a couple fish here and there, but you're not exponentially growing your audience. You, you know, and, and, and for those that Ariel's growing it organically, he's got a Facebook strategy and it's totally fine. It's just slow. It's just, it's just a slow strategy, which is fine. But most high ticket coaches and consultants like Gary and I, what, what, what we do, what most of us do is we fish in the same pond. We're emailing the same people, you know, we're, and we're emailing again and we're just trying to say the same thing over in different ways. And what, what, what most people do, and it sounds what you do is you end up adding more products, but the best coaches I know is they have a few products. They'll usually have a high ticket kind of inner circle. They'll have a signature 2000 to $6,000 program. And then they'll have some sort of 27 to hundred and dollar lower ticket product. And, and that's all you actually need to build a six and I would say a seven figure, seven figure business. And so what I would recommend Ariel do, and I'll put this in the show notes as well. You have the magnetic video script, take the biggest pain point that people have like immediate pain point and that ma magnetic video ad script, um, it is really simple. It uses the problem agitate solution framework and there's four parts to it. Um, there's an intro, there's you building rapport, there's you addressing the problem agitate solution and the problem agitate solution is you address the problem that they have and it should be their biggest present pain point. You agitate the problem. You kind of talk about the frustrations, the thing that they think they're thinking about, you know, talk about their hopes, dreams, all that. And then you have a solution. Solution is, hey, here's what I would do to alleviate this problem. And then at the end, of it, you have a call to action. So for you, it would be like, hey, hey guys, Alejandro here. And in this video, I want to talk about the number one mistake churches under 200 specific are making when it comes to growing an additional two to five, not a healthy church, an additional two to five members per week. If we haven't met yet, my name is Alejandro and uh, Alejandro Reyes, and I run a business called Church Growth. Academy, and we help churches under 200 add an additional two to five members per week. And we do this through our coaching, our courses. We got a lot of free content in our Facebook group. Um, and so, one of the biggest problems, like I said, is they're doing this, and, and I'm just talking about it. And what this does is, you know, when you have a lack of new interest, is, um, you know, maybe volunteerism goes down, maybe giving goes down, et cetera, et cetera. And so, what I've done is created this blah, blah, blah. And here's the three things I would do with that. Number one, I would do this. Number th two, I would do this. And number three, I would do this to add an additional two to five people. Now, I got a lot of content like this. Keep following me. If you have any questions, do me a favor, comment below. And um, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you have questions for my next video, let me know. So I'm posting this now, Ariel, organically to my Facebook page. Mm. And I'm running like five bucks a day to this. If you run this for five bucks a day, is that 150, 30, yeah, 150 bucks. And if it's like two bucks a day, 150 bucks for your target audience, you're gonna be like, this guy's everywhere. Like, who is this guy? It's free content. You're not selling them anything, which most videos that they see, someone's selling them something. This is you giving value. This is you um, demonstrating your level of expertise, demonstrating your leadership of how you can help them. And you're gonna get on people's radar. Because the next video that I want you to do, and, and I should probably make my next podcast 
on mapping out this exact strategy. And just so you know, I'm actually going to do that. So the next podcast, make sure to watch it. Be, uh, it's coming out, you know, or, or um, and uh, it's going to map this entire process out. The next video. So that's top of the funnel, Ariel. The biggest part of the funnel is the top of the funnel. Top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, right? The biggest part of the, 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 the funnel is the top of the funnel. Most people neglect it, and it's the biggest opportunity. You need to put new pastors, new church leaders in your pond where you're fishing. And you could turn on a hose called Facebook ads and start to flood your, literally flood your pond with new fish, okay? Middle part of the funnel, are you still using your group much? Yeah. Okay. Facebook groups, still powerful. Love them so much. Free Facebook groups, they're great. Um, great way to nurture people, make it more relational versus transactional model. Middle of funnel. The next video that that person that saw your first video, the next video or ad, graphical ad that they see is you promoting some on-demand training in your group. You know, and if it was me, it would probably be get the add to two to five members a weekend checklist and free video training um, here. And they click it, they become a lead. They click on the, the last button, Ariel, and, and now they're joining your group because the group is the only way to get that checklist and training on that. But on the back end now, we also have a nurture campaign. We have an email nurture campaign that is driving people, hey, here's your free download. Plus, did you join the group? Next email, hey, did you read it? Let me know your thoughts, reply. Third email is, hey, making sure you saw the video. Here's a real quick case study of how this framework is working for Sally in Baltimore. And then the fourth email might be, hey, um, you've been reading my emails. Uh, we help churches and pastors add an additional two to five. So instead of you doing it alone, we want to help you come alongside you. Are you interested in that question mark? So here's what we've done. We spent $3 a day, $5 a day on top of funnel, getting everybody to know who we are in the middle of funnel, right? We, we got, we got people joining our email list and our group to kill, you know, killing two birds with one stone. We have an evergreen, never ending lead generation system. And what should happen every single day, Ariel, every single day in the next 30 days, if you did this every single day, you should have people in your Facebook group saying, I want to work with you. Tell me more. And emailing you back from that email automation saying, I want to work with you. Tell me more. If you did this and you got it going, and you timed it for 30 days, I, I think you would get very close to that 15K a month. I'm no question, no, no, no kidding. It solves your lead generation problem. It solves, it solves the bigger audience question that you have. It solves this not being afraid, you know, being afraid to sell problem. Because now instead of you having to go follow up with people and chase people down, you're actually having people come to you and there's a psychological tweak and change when people are chasing you versus you having to chase them down, you've cleaned up, you know, you cleaned up your, here's the thing on the back end, we haven't even talked about the bottom of the funnel, you know, the bottom of the funnel, you know, we talked about, yes, opening up DMS and people wanting to work with you. Well, now you had an on-demand training in there at the end of that training, 
Hey, mm-hmm. send me a DM right now if you want to work to me. So with, with five to $10 a day, you literally have a full funnel approach, $300 a month. And, and if this $300 in the next 30 days doesn't get you at least one client, which would make you $700, then you could sue me. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> But, but that's like but what we need, what high ticket coaches, consultants need that have programs, the biggest constraint in the market right now. Here's, the, here's what is the problem. Number one is they don't have an, a never ending system for leads that are qualified leads, that are nurtured leads. The second thing that I see is a big problem is everyone's telling you to fill up your calendar. To me, Arrow, that sounds awful, bro. I have two kids. Maybe in my 20s, I would have loved to fill my calendar and be on phone calls all day. I want you to go from being a hunter to the hunted. I want people coming to want to work with you. I want you to go, you know, say no when someone goes, yeah, but can you help me with my messaging on my website too? Can you help me like do this like little odd end one-time job for the next 60 days? Can you help us with our giving campaign for Christmas one time? No, we are in, this is the third problem. Monthly recurring revenue, MRR, is one of the most beautiful. I just said that and I just get excited. Stacking MRR is something that most coaches are doing. They're doing odd end jobs and not building and stacking monthly recurring revenue. So I think with this full funnel approach, we literally hit all these different things that are kind of the gap in the business right now. What what questions do you have for me there, bro? So so with the Facebook uh, ad strategy, so I know you mentioned $5 top of funnel. How much for that second middle tier? $5. Okay, so five up top, five bottom. Um, and then you said, so the... The, the the bottom tier is pretty much, hey, did you you, you watch my video? Um, this training, it's a thirty minute training max, right? It's a short training, ten to twenty minutes, bro. Maybe maybe fifteen twenty. And it's going over the model. It's going over the model. It's going over your five points. And it you comes know, with a checklist. Or, or, maybe, or maybe one of those. Yeah, or maybe you could have a checklist. But you know, you don't need it. You know, it, maybe it's just the training. I've got an on-demand training for you call, blah, blah, blah. People just like checklists. They're, they're, I could, you know, it's like, man, I can see this real quick, you know? Yeah, so 10 bucks a day, man. And, and, and what happens is if you have a nurture and you have all my emails, bro, you have all that stuff that you can tweak. And I gave it to you, you know, first email, did you get it? Did you, you know, here, join the group. Second email, what'd you think about it? Third email, case study. Fourth email is, you know, are you interested, you know, some sort of, messaging or something could be five or six emails, but that's really simple. And, um, you know, gives it over the course of four days, you should have people starting to respond. Not everybody will at any given time, 10% of people are are, are ready to buy 80% of people are are interested, might be open to buying. And then 10% will just never buy the 10% bro are going to respond to those emails and respond and, and, and want you to DM them, right? The DM strategy, the membership questions. 80%, 80%, we put them in the group, we have them on email, and we start nurturing them. And, and maybe three months, maybe three years. But eventually those people, because we consistently over time, they're still going to see your ads. They're, they're, this guy's everywhere. 
And so um, that's why this strategy works so well, because it's like this machine that doesn't stop. That's the most powerful thing. And I just see so many people spending all their time on organic. I would just rather create something, set it and forget it and mm. check it like once or twice a week, five, 10 minutes, you know, uh, 10 yeah, minutes a week. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and I get to chill with my family. And then when you think of, I guess when, when I think of 997 as a price point paying full, I mean, it's really just 15 people signing up a month. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not bad. Right. And, and then, and then, and then, and then what I would say is like, you know, I would try to come up with, you know, you got your monthly recurring. So that's, that's recurring. You got your 15, you get your pay up front, up front. But when you get to like 50, 100 people, they might want a little bit more. You know, there's that 249 as well. But dude, even if you don't have a tier above this one, you know, you get, bro, like you said, you get 10 to 20 people a month. Even if you got five people a month in 30 days, it's 15. That's still, you know, starting to chip away that, that, that chips away at that $2,000 a month that you're trying to replace as recurring. So, you know, you get there. So 90 days, I don't think it's crazy to get to 15 K a month, hundred and you know, what is it? 180 grand a year. It's pretty good coin, man. Um, and so 50 K yeah. what, what, what follow-up questions do you have on that, bro? Honestly, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good. I think it's, it's really taking it, implementing it and just kind of thinking, be very specific. Yeah. Okay. Last thing. Okay. On my, on my, my, I want you to, I, I want you to do this on your feed. I'm going to do two things and we'll, we'll report back. You're going to implement these two top of funnel, middle funnel strategies. You're going to, you got to have email tied to that. You, you got to build, use the system, the group launch system. And then, um, you should, that that's, that's evergreen. That'll take you probably four hours max. I think you're more technical than most could take you two hours. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to use this framework. I'm starting a new beta group to help 10 pastors learn, deploy our, learn our, get our, I, I, on mine, I say automated uh, Facebook group system to land one to 30,000 clients. Add me, uh, look at my Facebook, the pin post and model this. Um, one to 30,000 clients without any calls or webinars. In 28 days, you'll have a community. In 28 days, you'll have what they want. Um, growing up for me, growing on Autopilot, you can run in under a few hours per week. Remember, I, I'm using time. Um, I say it's easily outsourced if they want to. That spits out one to 30,000. Comment case study. So this has 300, 330 comments. Um, I'm still getting people responding to it, and I, I need to get back to them. But so, so the two things I want you to do. I want you to drum up some organic interest with existing audience. Mm -hmm. I want you to send that email out and post it on Facebook. I'm sorry. Right. So, 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 so the, the, the Facebook post you just mentioned is also an email and I'll post it in my Facebook group and on my profile. Correct. We're going to drum up. Can we get 10? Can we get 10? And you've been up through my DM strategy, the no call close system. So you, you've got that stuff and got access to that. Um, then the second thing is just, bro, if you could find a Friday, if you can find a Saturday morning, you can find something where you have two hours to set up the ad stuff. I'll take a look at your video. Um, I'll even edit for you, bro. If you want to send me, I'll put some vibey music on it, make it look good. And, um, and we'll just get those, we'll get those rolling. Record it like this. Does it need to be perfect? Like, Hey guys, you know, um, does it need to be like this? Yeah. And, um, the reason why is because you take up more real estate 
but it looks better on mobile. So that's what I would do, man. And then I would report back in 30 days. Okay. How, how does that all sound, bro? Can, will you, will you commit to this, bro? Absolutely. It sounds all like right, a cool. doable plan. So in 30, in 30 days, maybe you come back or I'll give people an update, but dude, I love you. I'm a big fan. You know, you've got everything inside of you, bro. You were at a mega church doing this stuff, bro. And, um, you know, you have everything that it takes. You're God's favorite son. And, um, you know what I mean? It, when we start thinking it's about, oh, I, I'm not doing this. I can't. That's just a me kind of, it's almost kind of, and not to be rude, it's almost kind of selfish because God is going, man, like greater is he that is in you. You know what I mean? Like you have the power to create wealth. And so I just want you, before you start doing this stuff, like set the intention in your heart that I'm going to do this and I'm going to do something so simple because this stuff, what I'm saying is simple. These businesses should be fun and simple. And, um, and I'm going to see it through. I'm going to go after it, you know, with enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Yeah. And, uh, next 30 days, man, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get some, some new business report back to Alejandro. Sweet. All right, Ariel, man, that was so fun. Um, did you get some value, bro? Was it helpful? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, and I appreciate simplicity. I need simple. I you like do, to bro. complicate you things. Do. I, I, I complicate. So do I. I think we all do, man. I think once we have clarity, so I just hope that you got a little bit of clarity and a plan over the next 30 days to go um, get those 10, you said 10, 12. And in this next quarter, by the end of the year, January 1st, you're at 15K stacked monthly recurring revenue that you, when, when the first of the month comes, you're always at that 15K, you know, coming in. So love you, bro. Appreciate you. And uh, for those that are watching, if you enjoy this, do me a favor, leave a comment, share it with a friend, uh, leave a review and uh, on podcast, subscribe to, you know, and just let me know if you liked this. If you did, um, great. If not, uh, you could send my mom a letter and just say it was terrible. So love you guys. Appreciate you. And, uh, and have a great rest of your day. Peace.